Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, my friend, let's jump in and take some email questions from around the area as we like to do these and, and hopefully help people out with a, at least a nugget of information, right? Obviously, you the team always follows up on these email questions that come in, but you know, you kind of think about this way. If it's happening to one person out there, right, it's probably a good chance that someone else is going through something similar. So we try to share this information and, and hopefully give those folks a, a useful nugget to kind of glean from. And then, then that's where the review comes into place because you always want to check and see how something that you hear on our show or any other in a general statement is going to affect you uh, in your unique situation, right? So it's always important to dive further in. Absolutely. All right. So Adrian in Ames says, Eric, I just turned 53. Both my parents are 79, and they did not do a great job of saving and investing for themselves over the years. I'm worried about what's going to happen in the event of a long-term care issue. So my question, is it common for people in their 50s, such as myself, to try to help their parents out financially, or should I avoid doing this and uh, causing myself issues? So he's in that sandwich generation. Yeah, yeah, Adrian. Um, You know, you can finance anything but retirement. And uh, I was in a similar situation with with my mother. So she needed to go to assisted living due to, you know, her assets and things. And I I could have, it would have been a strain, you know, because the business was a little bit younger then Mm -hmm. and had a lot of overhead and had young kids still at at home and things like that. Um, I probably could have swung it, but detrimental to investing in my business. But she qualified for Title 19. So the state-based system paid for her care. So I had a little bit of a moral thing with that as well. You know, here I am, I'm making good money and I'm relying on the state to pay this. But she got the same high quality care she would have been if she had been private pay anyways. But the yeah. way I thought about it is that I also pay a lot of state income tax. And so that's one way that some of those taxes may have come back to you know, my family a little bit. Right. So the thing is, you, you want to um, look at what assets they do have if they were to need that. Um, see, you know, you can kind of figure on... I think cost of care study by Genworth, I think in Iowa, it's probably running around 5500 to maybe $7,000 for a room. That's so a if month. One of, yeah, it's a lot yeah, of money. That's a month. Um, so if one of them does end up in the home, the other person does get to keep the home. By home, I mean a nursing home. The other spouse does get to keep their residence and a car and all of their retirement income and retirement assets. It's the other person, if you want them to qualify for Title 19, the state-based system, Medicaid, so to speak, um, then they have to spend their assets down. And so that's where it's not the end of the world if it does go on the state-based system. Now, they're going to be sending out a letter afterwards saying, hey, we paid this money. Do they have any other assets? They try to hide assets, that kind of stuff. But I would um, just run the numbers. But it is a moral quandary. But also, you have to kind of protect you and your family as well because you don't want to have – pay all this money to your parents, and then you can't afford to retire. Well, and I was going to say, Eric, it's really the same question just on the other end that many folks have when it comes to full-grown children, right? Trying to pay for their college or how how far 
do you dip into your own funds to help your adult children or your elderly parents before you've made things detrimental for yourself? We want to help. We want to do the right things by our family. But you have to kind of have a line where you put your situation first. And then if there's something extra, I think that's the healthy approach because he's talking about should I avoid this at all costs. I don't think you should avoid it at all costs, but I don't think you should wreck your future retirement either. Uh, you got to find that happy medium ground that you can also live with morally. And this is why when, when you come through a planning process like we present to people, then you may figure, oh, wait, I have I saved more than what I'm actually going yeah, to need. Yeah, maybe I'm in better the, shape. Yeah, exactly. The opportunity that, yes, yeah. I can go ahead and help my parents with some of this money, and I'm still yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just never know until you're really kind of diving in fully. And, you know, Adrian, we obviously don't know if, you know, where you sit at 53, you told us. Uh, so, I mean, you're, you've got a few more years before retirement, but you're probably right at that point where you started really getting yourself going in that vein, too. So maybe it's a great time to run through those numbers and see where things stand to kind of figure out what it is that you have, what you can afford to do, and what they have, you know, to Eric's point. So 515-226-1500, obviously the team's reaching out to Adrian, but for others who are in a similar situation, definitely feel free to give a call and, and let them know that you want to talk about, hey, how do I help my adult children or my adult elderly parents and myself? 515-226-1500. Tough question, tough spot, but thanks so much, Adrian, for listening to the show. All right, uh, we got Bill and Clive. Uh, we talking about uh, we talking about rates earlier. So he says, Eric, I'm normally opposed to just putting money in CDs, but man, the bank is offering a one year at five and a quarter. It feels pretty good. So I'm wondering what uh, you know if I should jump on that. That's a good question. I always believe that from it comes from the safe money alternatives. If you can get five percent or greater on a guaranteed basis. Do as much as you're comfortable with, and if you can understand the limitations mm. of being in the CD, then that solves a lot of problems. Actually, hey, a lot a, of people. That's a good point. You said do as much as you're comfortable with. If if, right. if you're enticed by five and a quarter because you think that's a pretty good rate, and it's, it is good. I mean, I think it's per- certainly good right now. Better than we've seen in a long time. You can't go hog wild, Eric. Right, and and go too far. Just like any investment. Well, the key of this too is that think about this, Bill. It's only for a year. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, so like, then a year from jump, now, a hundred thousand dollars versus if that if that's too much, if that dips into something else, that's where you still got to be careful, correct? Yes, but also in a year from now, you're going to renew, and what do we think interest oh, rates are going to okay. be a year from now? Probably lower. So yeah. if you like the rate and you can live with the liquidity, see if you can lock it in for longer. Mm, okay, but the bank's not going to tell you they'll give you that rate for ten years. Right, they only give no. it to you for a year because they know interest <laughs> rates are going to change as well, right. and they're not going right. to lock it in for that long. Yeah. People want to be prudent with their money. They always want to have it advancing. You know, there's a famous French quote, if we're not advancing, we're retreating, which right. is kind of funny. It comes from France, but that's what they did in World War II. <laughs> right. But this is saying you're still moving the ball forward, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not bad. It's a nice place to park it for a year if you've got nothing else done. And depending on what kind of return you need to earn and what you're using for your safe piece versus what you're using for your opportunistic piece. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's not bad. But also keep in mind that if you're holding this in just a CD that's not inside of an IRA, that five and a quarter is also taxable. So, oh, good point. You never think about that. But mm-hmm. then next year when you go to file your taxes, you're going to get this little 1099 from the bank saying we paid you this amount of interest. You turn it into your person. They do your taxes. And you never go back and do, the, do this calculation. But let's say you're paying 20% in taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now your rate is going to drop. Because you have to divide it by one minus the tax rate. So five and a quarter divided by 0.8, which is your tax rate. I'm sorry, multiply it by five and a quarter times 0.8. It's 4.2 is what you're actually earning. 
because the interest is taxable. But you never go back. People don't ever do this. They don't go back and figure out how much they paid in tax on that, and they go subtract it from the rate of return. Mm. You pay it from a different pocket, right? Because your tax bill is, okay, you have this amount that was withheld from your check, and you've put in through quarterly estimates or whatever. This is your tax, and so here's a difference. Either you owe or you get some back, right? Yeah. There's never a line item say, okay, well, the CD cost you this amount. Your mutual funds <laughs> cost you this amount. So then you go back and calculate that. I can do it for folks because I know what to look for, but it's just it's disconnected, and the money just comes out of another pocket. So you have to understand that five and a quarter is gross, not net. It is mm. still taxable. Good tip. Good tip. Thanks so much, Bill, for the question. Thanks for breaking that down, Eric. Uh, and that's, you know, uh, again, we love these email questions from listeners around the area because it's just, it's real world situations of folks going through stuff. And usually if there's one, there's more than one, right? So 515-226-1500, if you're looking for some help getting to and through uh, retirement and for all the extra little nuances and things. And obviously Eric and his team focus a lot on taxation and how to be efficient there. So lots of things to consider when we're talking about retirement. 515-226-1500. All right. Final question this week, Eric from the Pella area in Bethany. And she says, Eric, I worry a lot about a market crash in the next year, maybe a little later, but people tell me not to worry about it so much because I'm only 45 and I've got another 20 years before I plan to retire. Is it really that simple to just turn it off? Uh, I have a hard time not paying attention to this. So, um, the answer is yes, Bethany. Turn it, it off. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off. Now, no one likes to see losses, and but that's sure. just uh, you have to understand it's part of the game. Uh, I would actually argue that your contributions, if you think the market's going to go down, you should actually make your contributions more aggressive because yeah. you want to buy the stuff that's going to go on sale. Yeah, we're buying on sale. Yeah. Everyone wants to buy stuff on sale except for their retirement plan. I, I, I know. I know. So, we talk about it all the time. It's funny. If you got 20 years to go, Bethany, the market has never been down for 20 years in a stretch, right? Now, there's been a 20-year period where it's been flat, right, because it had downs and had to recover, that kind of thing. Right. And so at 45, you're getting – it depends on when you're going to retire. If you're not going to retire until 65, I would say you got another 10 years for to take a serious look at that about maybe positioning some assets into some safer things mm-hmm. so that you can get ready for retirement. Okay. But – I would say you, you're you're fine, but I don't know your whole situation. It's hard to make a blanket, you know, right. recommendation not knowing your whole situation. But if you have 20 years to go before you need it, statistically speaking, 20 year time frame in the market, people have always had a positive return. Again, caveat to that, and you know, different timings. But you should be never okay. say never. But yeah, never, yeah, never say never. Yeah. But the economy is, is is it's not as bad as it seems, and that's that's a that's a theme I always try to tell people because it's so easy to be so negative with all of the press out there and and you know, election years, all this kind of stuff. There is volatility in the markets; there always is. But we tend to work those things out. So the market has always kind of been resilient that way. So it's accumulation mode. You're in the accumulation mode right now. Don't necessarily look look at losses as no, they're always look bad, but don't let them derail you from accumulating. You're yeah. buying stuff on sale, and that stuff is going to be worth a lot more well, 20 years from now. Yeah. you know, th- uh, Bethany, think about this. Uh, if you're 45, so folks that were 45 in 2008, 2009 were not happy about the 50% loss, right? But they were 45. Go 13 years ahead, 12 years ahead to the, you know, through this, the bull run we were on, they were you know, they weren't so bad, right? Wasn't so bad off. So it <laughs> right. depends, depends on, and they were, and they were closer to retirement at that point. So 
you know, it's all about the timing as well, right? It's when you're timing in a down or retiring in a down market versus an up market. And with 20 years to go, yeah, I'm with you, Eric. There's, I mean, I'm 51 and I try not to look at it too often, right? Because it's just, I still got some time to go. So Correct. Yeah. Correct. All right. And that's a great analogy, Mark, about, about people that were 45 during 2008 and 9 and they're thinking it's the end of the world because they lost half sure. of the money. Yeah. And now, and if now you were, yeah, you were 60 in 08. You, yeah, that was different and yes. you lost 50%. But at 45, which is, you know. Which is why I told Bethany, you know, if you're at 55, 50 to 55, is it maybe have a review, start looking at some things mm-hmm. and. Maybe it depends on the size of your money. Maybe you could take a piece off it and put it someplace safe and not have to worry about the vicissitudes as much. But well, especially if she's nervous in that direction, right? If it makes yes. her feel a little better, then, yeah, maybe you could peel, peel some stuff back a little bit. But to go too far and worry too much, probably not healthy. Nope. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.